1: Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. All about Sean Butler. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. So he was only on a brief time during last week's show. So obviously this is being recorded. We're actually recording on Monday night because we just had stuff going on all weekend. And so there is wine involved. <laughs> That's a good disclaimer. So just <laughs> heads up <laughs> and I've been working on mailings all day and been able to kind of binge a lot of YouTube. So I am like on a Sean high. I can't wait to hear your favorite parts. I didn't get very far because I mean, I still have like, other stuff lot. to do. I only found like 120 videos. <laughs> only, <laughs> only. Only found 120 but there's videos. there's definitely a lot of gaps that I'm just like, wait, how did we get here from there? Like, yes. What's And the worst part is is that they talk about it. And it was definitely a Sean-centered thing that they're mm-hmm. talking about. And I'm like, but, but where was it? Right. Why did I not get to see this? But the man is amazing. Yes. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. And easy on the eyes on top of that. Just a bit. Mm. Just a bit. So we'll get started talking about Sean because many people probably have no idea because this is also how they introduce new characters. Right. Is by randomly surprise. Exactly. Now I have ties. No, 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 no. Mr. Sean Butler joined us in January 2011. He's portrayed by Sean Blakemore. However, his Sean is spelled S-E-A-N, whereas the show is S-H-A-W-N. Yes. So not spelled the same, but whatever. And he was only short-term recast by Chase Wright in 2003. It doesn't feel like that long ago that we had him. It doesn't.
0: It really doesn't. He's one of those characters that sticks with you. Yes.
1: So just a little bit of background story. Sean Butler was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. As a kid, Sean admires his father, quote, Big Ray, like nickname, Butler. And one night when Sean is six years old, he and Ray go to a store and Sean watches as his father is gunned down. So very similar to how other people have seen great violence in their early childhood. Right. However, we quickly learn that Sean became a Marine Mm -hmm. and does uh, struggle with PTSD, but we're not going to get into all of that because it's part of all the story and we'll get started in 2011.
0: Sean Butler first appeared in January, 2011, comforting Molly Lansing, who was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder after a ski
1: trip. Did you watch this? I did. He's (gasps) so sweet with her. She she was... So, I mean, she's, she's a woman now, yes. but she was a little girl she and it's the same Molly. Girl. Yes. I
0: love whenever they keep the same characters right. and, and she was scared not to go off on her too much, but she was scared that what she was feeling was bipolar, like uncle Sunny. Yes. Well,
1: did you so, want like, yes, she talked to Sunny about, mm-hmm. well, it's genetic and you're my uncle. So I'm thinking that I could be bipolar and he was so supportive. He was, he was like, okay, well, Super if you are, sweet. I'm here. Right. There's and meds that can help you. Everything's going to yep. be Okay. But Sean talked to her for
0: like two minutes and was like, no, that is not what's wrong with you. I'm pretty sure yep. it's post-traumatic stress from
1: But he did it kindly. Accident. He was like, so why do you think that? Right. You know, he didn't say, no, you're not. Exactly. You know, he was like, so, so why are you thinking that? And she tells him the story. Yes. So adorable.
0: Sean opens up about his own PTSD struggles and talks her through it. Molly's aunt, Carly Jacks, later shows her gratitude by offering Sean a room at her hotel, but he
1: declines, which was also super nice. I was gonna say, but this whole scene was great because Carly actually saw Molly talking to Sean because this is the bus accident that all the kids were in that Molly saw one of her friends die, or Christina saw one of her friends I think die. It was one of Christina's friends. But they were all in it. We talked about it. <sighs> I don't know. I forget which 411, but but we did talk about it during one of the 411s. It was a big traumatic thing, obviously. And Sean breaks down and says, well, what happened? And she's like, well, I heard it was something to do with the car. Like there was the car accident. She's like, all I saw was the bus. And one minute we're okay. And the next minute, and that's when he figured out, he's like, okay, I think you might have PTSD. But then Carly shows up and she's like, hey, Molly, you know, and he... Gently explains the situation. Right. And Carly just took care of her. And she's like, okay, I'm going to take you home. Mm-hmm. Let's, and Alexis a- was really great receiving Molly coming home. Yes. And Carly had not met Sean before. So nope. she was very nice,
0: but protective. Like,
1: yeah. And Here who are
0: This man yep. sitting with my niece. Yep. So,
1: but then he was at the metro court later on. And Carly was like, well, I want to thank you for your service. Right. So not just helping Molly, but also respecting the fact that he was a Marine right, and said, anything you want from the hotel is on us. And he wouldn't take it. Yep. I loved it.
0: It soon revealed that Sean is working for Theo Hoffman, who was also secretly operating as the Balkan. That guy was so
1: creepy. It, what, honestly, though, <laughs> I really want to rewatch all of that because it was probably one of the best. It, I don't even want to say it was one of the best because I thought it was so weird. He, it was so weird. He was an international
0: crime lord, in case you don't know who he is. On Theo's order, Sean is sent to kidnap Brenda Barrett on February 18th, just before her wedding, which she was marrying Sunny... Well, again, I don't know how many times I've tried to do that at this point. And Molly but... and Christina were in the wedding. <laughs> yes, that was so, that was cute, so sweet. Too. They were adorable. However, several visitors get in the way and Sean can't get to Brenda. He later heads back to Theo's office and calls him awaiting his next orders. He's then confronted by Sam McCall, who reveals she knows all about the Balkan and his plans. After a brief struggle, he grabs and holds Sam at gunpoint. Sam's boyfriend, Jason Morgan, of course, then arrives, pulls out his gun, and warns Sean not to hurt Sam or he's a dead man. After holding each other at gunpoint, Sean explains he only recently started to work for Theo and that he was a freelancer. He revealed that instead of following orders, he walked away not wanting to bring harm to women or children. Because Jason was really questioning him, like, why didn't you... Just break in and take Brenda. And he was like, no, nope, my did plan not. was to get Brenda and I didn't want to shoot Carly. And then he went on about how much he liked Carly, which was cute. Yep. Jason and Sam realize Sean doesn't want to hurt anyone and convince him to help bring down Theo.
1: Theo realizes Sean has betrayed him and decides Sean has to be taken out. So after Jason and Sean attempt to lure Theo to a location, he sends his men in place and orders them to open fire, turning it into a shootout. Jason got away, but Carly finds a wounded Sean passed out on the side of the road and brings him to her house and helps him by tending his wound. And this was really cute because she's like, I was in nursing school for a minute. I know exactly what to do. (laughs) But he's holding his gun on her the whole time. Right. You know, and I mean, she is lucky he did not shoot her Mm -hmm. when she first went over to get him because he was like, whoa, get off me. Yeah. But and he didn't want to let her take care of him. I mean, he doesn't know who he can trust at this point because he's still so new. Sonny Corinthos, Carly's ex, soon arrives at the house looking for Sean as he blames him for having a role in planting the car bomb that led to the disappearance of his now-wife Brenda and that wound up actually being Sam, but that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. Sean tells Sonny that he had nothing to do with it and that it was all Theo's plan. Sonny doesn't believe it and has his goons tie Sean up with orders to kill him if he doesn't talk. Sonny ultimately doesn't do anything, and when he leaves, Sean is taken to the hospital to get proper care. Something so big is missing out of this is that Michael and Morgan were sitting outside in the car, and it was not Brian Craig. It was the little kid, Mm. Morgan, before they aged him up, right? But it was Chad Duell. So it's always weird when they do that because they aged up one but not the other, but then they aged up right yeah whatever they saw like a car that they did not recognize outside the house and so then i guess they peeked in and saw sunny and this was like right when michael was so if you're newer to the show michael has not always been although willow even said it recently you're a shark and that was my like i thought about that after a whole other conversation that we had on monday but that's a whole other thing but michael really wanted to be like sunny and be in his organization and everything right so then he goes into the house and is basically like telling Sonny, don't do this. You know, don't shoot him. Morgan calls Dante mm. and is like, uh, dad is in there with some guy has a bullet. And, like he's bleeding. I'm pretty sure dad's going to kill this guy. So Dante goes as son, not as cop. Mm-hmm. Although he does eventually pull out his badge and was like, seriously, guys, you might want to listen to me here. <laughs> but Michael is trying to talk Sonny down from shooting him. And Carly's like, nope. You wanna do this, you're gonna do it right in front of me and Michael. Wow, I'm I know right? you did not so watch that one. It was it was really, really good. So we we will have the playlist in our show notes, but again, like we said at the beginning, we didn't get everything, but that is definitely in there and it's pretty darn good. Okay. Oh yeah, so Sean's taken to the hospital to get proper care. <laughs> We're gonna say that sentence like six times. Of course.
0: During Sean's hospital stay, Theo sent one of his men to kill Sean, but he fights the guy off pretty easily. Of course he does, because Sean can take on anyone. He is buff. Mm Mm-hmm. Sean then briefly leaves town to get all the records he has on Theo and shares everything with Jason when he comes back. Brenda was eventually found, and Jason appreciated all Sean had done to help bring her home. When serial killer Franco, which I can't believe that's been that long. It was James Franco Franco, the OG Franco. Mm Mm-hmm. Begins menacing Carly and her daughter Jocelyn, Jason hires Sean as their personal bodyguard. Jasper Jax, Carly's estranged husband, strongly objects to Sean guarding his daughter, as he doesn't want someone with ties to the mob protecting Jocelyn. He attempts
1: to pay Sean to quit, but Sean states that he can't be paid off. He cannot. Jax then digs into Sean's past and finds out that he had been dishonorably discharged from the military because he had killed a fellow Marine. Jax then threatened to use Sean's violent past against Carly during their custody hearing to prove Carly as an unfit mother. Carly defends Sean, but he quits, not wanting to have anything to do with messing up Carly's chances of keeping her daughter. He always puts the kids first, every, all the time. Kids are first. Sean then confronts Jax by telling him that he quit. Sean ordered Jax to leave Carly out of whatever issue Jax had with him. And Jax then taunted Sean about killing a Marine. And Sean responds by punching Jax in the face. And the best part of this whole scene was the fact that Jax called him a soldier. And he goes, Marine. And Jax is like, what? He's like, you called me a soldier. I'm not a soldier. I'm a Marine. Oh, Yeah, right. Because they're not. It's- right. And then he punches- <laughs> punched it. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> In July 2011,
0: Jax lost custody of his daughter to Carly after Sonny framed him for the drug possession, and Jax quickly leaves town. I forgot about, like, all their friends. I fights. know! Sean believes Jax will be back and begins paying more attention to Carly and her daughter. In August 2011, Sean Sean's instincts were right, and Jax comes home attempting to kidnap Jocelyn. Sean catches Jax before he's able to leave, but his efforts are stalled when Jax brings up an incident in Sean's past where he unintentionally injured a young girl during the same event that caused his PTSD. Sean started to remember the incident, and he froze, and Jax walked right out the door with Jocelyn. Sean recovers and starts going around town looking for Jocelyn. He manages to track Jocelyn and Jax down at Robin Scorpio's house. Sean talks to Jax, who eventually gives Jocelyn to Sean, and Sean brings her home
1: to Carly. And they did a really good job because it was like, Jack said something and it triggered, and all you heard was, like, you saw Sean's face just thinking, and it was hearing, like, please don't do this, and it was it was a little girl. Aww. from, And so that's when Jax kind of, like, sneaked out, and then it's like he regained consciousness and Poor Sean. awareness, not consciousness. Like, you know, poor Sean. Mm-hmm. So then when Jax is presumed dead after his private jet crashed into the Harbor, we just talked about this when we talked about Alexis, Sean comforts Carly, but a body wasn't found making her believe that Jax is still alive. Sean encouraged her to trust her instincts and gave her more hope when he found out that Carly's boat was missing from the Harbor. I hate when my boat just randomly goes missing. <laughs> Jason later approaches Sean with a job to take over his position in the Corinthos organization temporarily when he is preparing to marry Sam. Carly and Sean continue to grow closer as he becomes more involved in the business. He protects Carly's son, Michael, from getting busted with illegal drugs that were planted in Sonny's warehouse. However, Michael does not approve of his mother and Sean's budding relationship. So what happened was, I guess Michael was doing counts of the coffee bags, Mm -hmm. and there were seven extra. And they were hydrochloric something. I'm totally messing up, but it's hydro something. Okay. And... Sean's like I need to hide them before the cops come and Carly's like what are you going to do just carry out seven bags in front of the cops and so she shows him like this hidden oh like safe panel that after Michael got shot Sunny had put in and so she triggers the door to open and everything and so i guess they bring like a couple bags in and then the door shuts on them <laughs> and so they are stuck for hours oh no in that room and he's not talking she's like can i ask you five questions and He just, if she responded, like, are you serious? That was one gone. (laughs) So he's like, all right, you're down to two. And then they wound up putting the drugs like in the air vents because in case the cops found them. Right. And so they were kind of, um, Michael was under the impression that things happened that did not.
0: Good job Carly keeping her hands to herself because I don't know that I could have that restraint for the time being. In October 2011, after receiving a package from Franco, Carly becomes worried and she and Sean go to Hawaii to warn Jason, who is on his honeymoon with new wife Sam. They stay with Sam and Jason and bond and ultimately share a kiss on October twenty-seventh. How would you like someone just crash in your honeymoon? Oh
1: watch that. Watch that. It's mm -hmm. I saw parts
0: of it, but I didn't see them land. I didn't realize that was the honeymoon, I guess. They
1: kept she kept trying to call them. And she kept like leaving Jason voicemails and is like, I understand it's your honeymoon, can you just call me back? Like this is an emergency. Okay. And when they get there, Sam's like, our phones died. And she's like, I told you I've been trying to call you guys because Sam's giving her crap. Like, you didn't think there was another way to get a hold of us? And she's like, I was trying to. I saw the part that they had got confirmation that Franco wasn't there. And Sam was like,
0: okay, you can go home now. Like, why are you still here? Yep. So that was funny. In November 2011, on Veterans Day, Sean opens up to Carly about his friends and fellow Marine, Tommy Ashford, whom he accidentally killed in Afghanistan, and how his father was gunned down right in front of him when he was a kid. Carly and Sean spend Thanksgiving together at Kelly's, but Sean realizes they are getting too personal and pulls away. When Franco makes contact again, Sean moves in
1: with Carly temporarily to protect her and Jocelyn. That's where I got up to, to watch. Okay. So they had Thanksgiving together and he cooks and he was staying. Apparently, if you're staying in the rooms at Kelly's, you also have access, like full access to the kitchen because Carly went one time. She was having like late night cravings or something. And he's like, well, don't you have a key? Your family owns this. And she's like, yeah, they don't trust me with that. <laughs> so he took her in and he made her chili and cornbread. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I want to live above And this Kelly. was before he was working there. So, oh, shoot. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but then, yeah. So he winds up making them Thanksgiving dinner. But Carly ordered it catered in from the Metro court. And so they exchange plates to see whose dinner is better. Oh, okay. Yeah. She lost, of course. (laughs) In December 2011, Sean and Jason's accountant, Bernie Abrams, attends a meeting in Jason's place, but it was ambushed, and Bernie is shot by an unknown assailant. That was so sad. I miss Bernie. I love Bernie. Sean handled the situation, but he was overcome by his PTSD. Carly soon arrived after and was concerned about the state of shock she found Sean in. Carly soon found out that therapy dogs can help with PTSD. And for Christmas, she gets Sean a dog to help with his PTSD. That was so cute. Home is named Wilson. That was so cute. So cute. And, <laughs> and very thoughtful. Yes. It reminds us that Carly can be very thoughtful. Well, he and brought sweet. that up and he was like, When was the last time you thought about you? And she's like, Well, if you ask a lot of people, they'll say always. Right. And he's like, No, you're kind of crazy, but it's for everybody else. Yes. You know, you're like, You're fierce for your kids. You're fierce for whichever husband we're with. <laughs> but. It's not really, and even still, you know, it's never really about her. Right. It's about the people she loves. Yes.
0: I agree. In January 2012, as Sean is preparing to leave Port Charles, he is forced to take in Tommy's troubled teenage son, TJ Ashford, who has run away from home. Sean decides to take him in. Carly then hires Sean to manage Kelly's diner. Sean convinces Alexis Davis, Molly's mother, to let Molly tutor TJ as he needs help with his schoolwork. And I saw part of that. I did watch part of that where um, TJ was whining about it. He was like, I have to be tutored by this nerd. I have other things to do. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, but you're in love and you're married and it's yep. cute. Sean is jealous of Carly's new relationship with Johnny Zakara, and TJ calls him out on his feelings for her. Sean later tries to convince Carly to officially divorce Jax when Jax sells his half of their hotel to Carly's rival, Kate Howard, without telling her. This is bringing back all the good names.
1: I know. I'm like, we need to do a deep dive on the Metro Court.
0: In February 2012, Sean and Michael find common ground when Michael decides to go to college and Sean ends up being his tutor. At the urging of GH's new resident psychiatrist, (laughs) Ewan Keenan...
1: Who we just talked about a little while ago and talked to. Yes. Sean
0: asks to escort Carly to the General Hospital pulmonary benefit at the Metro Court, but she doesn't return his call. After much probing from TJ, Sean confronts Carly and tells her that he wants to be with her. When she doesn't return his feelings, Sean backs off. Mm, Poor Sean.
1: In April 2012, Raynell rants a woman Sean is seeing is attacked by a mystery man who is attacking dancers from Vaughn's. Sean brings rain to the PCPD to see Dolores Padilla In summer 2012 Sean started to develop feelings for Alexis, but he feared he would lose the opportunity when he finds out that she was injected with a substance that caused her to get a dangerously high fever. He prayed for Alexis to be okay. And when he found out she was going to be okay, he asked her out on a date. Alexis agreed to go out with Sean, but it had to be delayed because Jerry Jack's returned to town and poisoned the town's water supply. And everyone except for Jocelyn and Alexis were infected. This was due to Jerry injecting a substance in both Alexis and Jocelyn so they won't be infected by the toxin. Jerry did this because Jocelyn is his niece and Alexis is the love of his life. Jerry goes to Alexis' home and rings the doorbell. Sean answers the door and sees Jerry. They have a confrontation and Sean, Sean puts up a valiant effort, but he is too weak to give up, to give much of a fight. I find it interesting that Alexis is the love of his life because he almost married Bobby. Mm-hmm. Jerry not Sean right but okay
0: Alexis sees the door open and goes outside she sees Jerry and he takes her hostage that shows love Sean yeah. <laughs> regains consciousness and realizes Jerry took Alexis and he goes off to find her Sean runs into Sunny and they go to find Alexis they get on a speedboat and find to find where Jerry took Alexis how much access do you have to Speedbooth? They soon find her tied up and Sean brings her back home safely. After the fiasco, Jerry is presumed dead due to the explosion on the docks. The antidote for the toxins was given out and cured a lot of people while also making everyone feel better. Why well, would hope? so. <laughs> Isn't that the point? Yes. Once everyone settled down, Sean and Alexis were able to start the relationship. Once everything settled down, I'm sorry. In late 2012, Sean becomes Sunny's friend and associate after Jason Morgan is presumed dead because of Cesar Faison masquerading as Duke Lavery, shot Jason in the back and kicked him into the harbor. When Alexis overhears Sean and Sonny talking at Kelly's, she wonders if Sean is starting to work for Sonny. She tells Sean she really does care about him. She doesn't want anything to happen to him because of Sonny's business. She would be devastated. Sean returns the sentiments. He and Alexis end up having sex in Sean's room and they become
1: lovers. (laughs) I'm loving how much this mirrors so many of the other ones that we've talked about, but it gives us like different vantage points. Yes. On March 25th, 2013, Sean is shown That's a tough sentence. (laughs) Sean is shown with a gun in the park with police officers Dante Falconeri and Anna Devane. They tell him to drop it and he does. They ask him if he shot Nicholas cassadine and he says no, as he was just during surveillance work for Sunny. He saw a guy went after him. He convinced them that he was telling the truth and they were, and as they were talking, a guy is seen pointing a gun at them. Sean pushes Anna out of the way and takes the bullet instead. After Anna and Dante catch the guy, Sean is taken to the hospital by the paramedics. Later on that month, Alexis is seen helping take care of Sean as he makes a full recovery. Alexis never went to nursing
0: school. How does she know how to take care I of I don't know. Without Carly's help. In April 2013, Sean goes to the nurses' ball held at the Metro Court with Alexis. Tracy Quartermain is at Kelly's where she is trying to get Sean to enter into a pickle relish deal while opposing party and nephew, AJ Quartermain, is also at the diner. That pickle relish stuff we've talked about before was just crazy. But it brought
1: Sean Kanan back, so that worked. I guess so.
0: Sean is told to take the pickle Lila signs down by AJ due to the naming being owned by ELQ with the product owned by Tracy. But Sean offers AJ and Michael the Kelly's kitchen for some recipe making. He also talks to TJ about going to the courthouse for TJ's rival, Rafe Kovic Jr.'s court proceedings for Lucy Coe and Kevin Collins to be Rafe's guardians. I miss Rafe. I know. He was he so He was sweet. so cute. Yes. He was just like that typical story of you could see there was more there. It was so sweet.
1: He was a victim of a circumstance. Exactly. Sean
0: enters into business with ELQ Enterprises' current CEO, AJ Quartermain, and AJ's
1: son, Michael, in making their new version of Pickle Lila. In May 2013, Franco is revealed to be alive, and Sonny and Carly despise him, so they order Sean to kill Franco. Sean follows Franco around town, but can't seem to get a clear shot. Sonny then called off the whole thing off, as he didn't want anyone innocent to be caught in the crossfire. Carly, hell-bent on getting rid of Franco goes behind Sonny's back, and reorders the hit after Sonny told her to stay out of it. Sean goes along with Carly's plan, not knowing that Sonny doesn't know anything about it. He knows her well enough by now. He should should have have known. Yes. Carly sets everything up at the Metro Court on the Terrace. Sean waits for a while to get a clean shot at Franco, and when he sees it, he fires. But instead of hitting Franco, he shoots Olivia! After the incident, Sean is horrified at the fact that he shot an innocent woman, which goes back to his whole thing, like... Yeah, he only goes after the target. He only he only does specifically what he was hired to do. He's not going to, you know, take out
0: unnecessary right,
1: casualties. Right, and he's concerned that Olivia may die. Alexis then catches Sean in a lie about his whereabouts and suspects that he could have shot Olivia.
0: Dun dun dun. Later on that month, the guilt grows for Sean and he tells Sonny and Carly he's going to go to the cops and confess his involvement in the shooting. Sean then goes to the police station telling Dante he has something to tell him. Before he can confess, confess Anna pulls Dante aside telling him she has something he has to see. Carly then pulls Sean into the interrogation room as she was already there being interrogated herself about the shooting. She tells Sean he doesn't have to confess, but Sean then tells her he's not going to implicate her or Sonny. He just has to get this off his chest. Dante then rushes in, followed by Anna. Dante reveals that the gun that they recovered doesn't match the bullet that was shot into Olivia. Therefore, there was another gun. (gasps) Hearing this, Sean realizes he didn't shoot Olivia and doesn't confess. Sean and Carly then go to the Metro Court Terrace and Sean finds the bullet he fired lodged in a wall proving he had nothing to do with the shooting. Carly and Sean are relieved that their actions didn't put Olivia in the hospital, and Sean gets rid of any evidence that ties them to the shooting.
1: A few days later, Sean is forced to confront his relationship with Alexis, and she puts the pieces together about his involvement in Sonny's business. She tells him she knows that he shot Olivia, but he tells her he didn't because the bullet he shot was still in the wall at the hotel. That means the bullet that was shot into Olivia did not come from his gun. She's an attorney. She should know about like this whole forensic evidence mm-hmm. thing. Alexis tells Sean it doesn't matter because he's still intended on killing someone. <clears throat> <laughs> <She's sighs> never done that. And apparently, Alexis doesn't want that to be part of her life. She should have hang- hung on to that one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Then they get into an argument about Sean still working for Sunny, and then he, then he calls Alexis a hypocrite because she's Sunny's lawyer
0: and <laughs> has a child. <laughs> exactly.
1: With him. Exactly.
0: Well. I mean, no, he was already in the mob whenever that child was created. Yes, but she was a one-night stand, wasn't she? She wasn't... It, Shannon, any time that you have relations with someone, it can end up with
1: you a I understand a child. that, but I'm saying so that... So, she should have known that. But she actively chose to repeatedly be Sunny's lawyer, whereas she may have just had one night of passion with Sunny... That resulted in the fabulous Christina, but it wasn't, like, a repeated... It doesn't matter. I know he only takes one time. Okay. I do know how that works. Okay. I'm just saying. The odds. I'm going with the odds here. Okay. Yeah. She then comes back saying, that's completely different than killing someone at any given moment. You know, like, grabbing a syringe and trying to plunge it into someone's heart. hmm They can... Oh, how ironic. They were both trying to kill the same person, though. Well... she He was trying to kill Franco, and she was trying to kill Franco. Yep. There we go. They continue to... <laughs> that makes this whole argument even worse. I hope that he says <laughs> that he gets
0: out and they says that to her. <laughs> Remember whenever you were on me about the fact that
1: I was trying to kill Franco but then you They're both to him- kill Franco? Yeah, Yeah. They continue to argue until Alexis issues an ultimatum.
0: She tells Sean to quit working for Sunny or the relationship is over. Sean then tells Alexis he doesn't like warnings but he loves her and doesn't want to lose her. Mm. Sean then heads to Sunny's house intent on quitting. He stops at the last minute after realizing he likes working for Sonny, likes how he thinks and the power that comes with it. He then heads back to Alexis's house and tells her he didn't quit. She asks why and Sean says he just couldn't let it go and that it gave him something he didn't know he needed until he almost threw it away. Alexis tells Sean she can't be with him anymore and they break up on the 4th of July. Aw,
1: it's really sad today to be breaking up. In May 2014, Sonny asks Sean to get Ava Jerome out of town before her brother Julian kills her for giving Sonny information about his business. Later, Sean goes to the Jerome Jerome Gallery and finds Ava holding Julian at gunpoint because he tried to kill her after Morgan hit Julian over the head with a wine bottle. That's a dysfunctional family. (laughs) Sean later talks Ava down, reminding her that Julian needs to be alive for Danny Morgan's sake if the child ever gets sick again. Oh, why didn't anyone worry about that? Julian trying to get back at Ava reveals to Sean that Ava was the one that shot Sunny's girlfriend, Olivia, last oh. year. That's right. That's how we met Ava. Wasn't that how we met Ava? Was that how we met her? I don't know. I think
0: that's because she came around in like 2013. That would make sense, I but think I don't that's... know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we're going to have to watch our own videos. We no, watch. we never talked about Ava. But we haven't. Yeah. Okay. okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. In May 2015, Duke Lavery was murdered, and Sonny assumed that Jake Doe killed him. As a result, he sent Sean to take Jake out. Sean arrived at the warehouse and tried to shoot Jake, but Jordan arrived and disarmed him. That was back when Jordan, like, did stuff and was amazing. Mm -hmm. While being disarmed, Sean fired a shot into the garage as Nicholas Cassadine's hitman shot Hayden Barnes in the head. Jake then emerged from the garage and attacked Sean but Jordan was able to stop Jake and revealed her true loyalty to Sean. On May 27th, Sean was sent to prison for Hayden's shooting.
1: On November 19th, Hayden goes to see Sean in prison. While there, Sean tells Hayden that he did not shoot her, and she says that she knows. Hayden then proceeded to tell Sean that Jake is really Jason Morgan. Sean is shocked that he tried to kill Jason. Hayden also tells him that the bullet from Sean's gun missed, and another person shot her. Sean says he did not see another shooter and asked if... She told the cops Hayden says that she didn't. And Sean tells her he is relieved to know that he did not shoot an innocent woman again. Poor man. I know (laughs) Sean puts Hayden in contact with his friend, Curtis Ashford to help in the investigation of the shooting on April 4th, 2016,
0: Jason and Sam visited Sean in prison and asked him questions about Hayden's shooting. They tell him that Hayden is actually Rachel Berlin, daughter of swindler Raymond Berlin. And they wondered if Hayden was the intended victim all along. Sean told them that they weren't the first people to come to him with this theory and revealed that Hayden herself visited him back in November, and she was almost certain that he didn't shoot her. He told them he wasn't aware of there being a second shooter on the scene, and Sam promised to stay in touch and help him get out of prison sooner. While he appreciated that, he said that it wouldn't make a difference because he went there with the intent to kill Jason. Sean asked to talk to Jason, who thanked him for his help. Sean explained that the floor fell out from under him when Hayden told him that he had tried to kill Jake Doe, he had actually tried to kill Jason, and if things had been a bit different, that he might have killed the man he called his friend. Jason told Sean that sometimes things happen for a reason, and that maybe there was a reason he couldn't get a clean shot. They wished each other good luck and parted ways on good terms.
1: Aww. They're so bros. Uh, um So, we're missing something pretty darn big here. At what point did... Jordan tell him that TJ was his son. Yeah, I don't know why. Why is that not in here? Maybe then when it said shows
0: her loyalty, that was supposed to let you know that a
1: conversation came after that? I don't know. Why? I almost feel like we need to do a quick side. Alright, we're going to do it real quick. So at some point, that was why is that not in here? (laughs) Because that was huge. Because TJ was not happy about the fact that he found out that the man that killed his father that he thought was his father was actually his father. Wow. huh? Follow that. It's not under TJ either. How is that big of a storyline? Okay, so thank you, Soaps In Depth, for your article just released last week. Okay, so following Duke Lavery's murder, Sonny assumed that Jake Doe, later Jason Morgan slash Drew Cain, had killed him. So he ordered Sean to take him out. But when Sean tried, Jordan Ashford was there to stop him. He fired and shot Hayden, blah, 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 blah. Sean was arrested, and Jordan revealed to him that he, not Tommy, was TJ's real father. So it wasn't until he was in jail. Right. So,
0: yeah, it said that they showed they were on their side. I guess that's what they wanted you to know. was (laughs) a whole conversation that happened that they just didn't tell
1: us about. (laughs) Okay. So then... On April 21st. Yay. 2021. Sean is seen for the first time in five years when Jason Morgan serving time after being falsely accused of the fatal shooting of Franco and having. Okay. So Alexis breaks up with him because Sean was hired to shoot Franco, but doesn't want to do it. Alexis is now in jail because she attempted to kill Franco. But Jason is actually in jail because people think he killed Franco. (laughs) That's crazy. And having spoken to both Anna Devane and Carly Corinthos in visitation at Pentonville returns to his cell. Oh, Jason talked. I was like, Sean didn't talk to them. No. Okay. As the corrections officers remove the cuffs, he's revealed he received a word from the higher ups that Jason is getting a new roommate. The roommate the CEO returns with happens to be Sean. Jason looks puzzled and surprised as Sean and asks Sean, who set this up? To which Sean replies, good question, further telling him about how TJ visits him frequently and expresses his condolences about Sonny's quote, passing. Jason and Sean further discuss how fellow inmates mostly, mostly look out, look after one another. Jason can't do much since he's in prison. Sonny is, quote, dead, and Cyrus Renault is not. (laughs) In order to handle any of Cyrus's henchmen who come after them, Sean produces a shiv and shows it to Jason, which he ends up stabbing Jason with in the stomach off screen. Here's my thing. If you really want to, if you want to actually hurt your friend, like, I feel like he should have waited for Jason's back to be turned and then pulled it out instead of showing it to him because then your friend's going to see you having the thing do it to it but it's like him in the back that's not very not the nice back, but like as soon as he turns around then then cut him in the stomach but showing it to him <laughs> okay. first is like more torturous than you know what dude i'm just gonna let you like totally black out from the pain and you won't have remembered seeing me just produce this shiv now we know not to get on shannon's bad side oh i've got <laughs> it all planned out which he <laughs> ends up stabbing jason with in the stomach off screen okay What we see on screen is the corrections officer pinning Sean up against the bars. Sean claims he came at me with that shiv. Later, Sean is seen left alone in the same cell. He and Jason were in produces a contraband phone in which he used to contact Carly to tell her Jason is on his way to the hospital. And then we know that Jordan went and visited him and they had a little back and forth about, cause she didn't know that TJ went to visit him all the time. Nope. I am. Okay. So I'm kind of, I wish that I had more time to watch that because I feel like there's still so much more missing in there. Um, He and Carly hooked up. Oh yeah. That was not mentioned in here. Right. Like at all. It was just like, it got around there flirting. No, 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 no. They were together and it was cute. It was cute. They were very, very flirty. It was fun. Why does everyone
0: go from Carly to Alexis though? Hmm. <laughs> it's very weird. I wouldn't like having that many people in common. Do
1: we want to go down this route? I'm just saying. I told you, we can do a video about this sometime. No,
0: because it'll totally gross me out. (laughs) We're doing it sometime. No.
1: Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, we are. Once we figure out this TikTok thing, that's what our TikToks are going to be. Oh, my gosh. Megan can help us with that. (laughs) We'll get, like, one of those giant (laughs) Post-it things or, like, a... um. Oh, oh! you know how they use on the TV shows with the clear glass marker boards? Okay. We'll get one of those. Okay. And then we'll do our, or we can do like the old school police and have the pictures and the string and the thumbtacks and tie the string mm-hmm. around each one, right. connecting right. them so all. Connect it all. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Guys, we're going to figure out TikTok. <laughs> we are on there and we have like a couple of videos, but it's really just our yeah. ads from um, the show. Or from like our promos. But yeah, that has nothing to do with Sean Butler. <laughs> Maybe Sean's on TikTok. We Maybe. And him up. But we hope that this helped fill in a little bit. Sean has deep, deep ties into everyone. Everyone. That's on screen. Yeah. Right now. And it's so good to have him back.
0: Maybe he'll get out and help find Sunny. Maybe. That would be really good. Yeah. Because mm,
1: for mm-hmm. as... He's a, he's a tough guy, but he is a teddy bear. Yeah. Like very, very care. You just have to watch
0: him. Yes. If you haven't had time, make sure that you make it to go back and look at all the videos because we, I could have done it for days. If I had time, I just didn't
1: have time. Yep. The only reason I got as much done as I did was because I had a mailing that I'm putting together. So yeah. Yeah. So we hope that this filled in some gaps and that you're just as excited as we are to see what's going to happen now that Sean's back. <laughs> you're so excited. It's so cute. I am because it's, it's good. It's, yes. It's just good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So join us on Monday as we talk about this week's shows, which hopefully has more Sean. <laughs> Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye, Bye.